0: I mean, as I explained to Max and Sam last week, um, we had probably the funniest fucking podcast we have done for years, and it's a shame no one's going to get to hear it, but we had a good laugh doing it.
1: Well, the good news, Shane, I believe I can save some of it. Ooh. So, what I mean, (laughs) so... I am recording now, um, yeah. so it, for anyone that's listening, we had a little fuck up on the last episode. Uh, I didn't record my own audio, uh, but I recorded Mike and Shane's, uh, so oh, I'm yeah. going to take the audio of Mike talking about the monsters and Shane, you you talking about Smile, and I'm going to do my best to make that sound like not insane as in one person talking to nobody. uh, I'm going to stick it on the end of this podcast episode. So So bonus bonus
0: audio. Yeah. I won't talk about smile. Um, I'm here to talk about Halloween and um, Mm. Hellraiser. Yeah.
1: Is that why you're here, Shane?
0: Yeah. Well, this is what I was under the impression of.
1: Oh, okay. Great.
2: (laughs) I
3: think that goes for us as well.
1: (laughs) Alright, I'll tell you what fellas, let's get this started because I know what is it, Sam, you have a heart out, right? No. No
3: me, Max. Oh Max does. Yeah, Uh, Max
1: does. Okay. Alright, well let's get this moving so that we can uh, we can get you guys in here. horror podcast with your hosts ryan shane and mike and we are back although mike isn't with us today uh luckily we decided to replace mike with uh, a healthy dose of extra british i feel like our podcast isn't british enough (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's yeah. the one criticism i get all the time is like you guys need some more british people on that show
0: i was gonna say so, i, I do feel a bit outnumbered
1: i know i know I, I can no longer say that we're like an international show no i'm a, i feel like i'm a guest on uh on the show that i host so <laughs> 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 oh yes but well, that's all right, so today we've got two special guests joining us, uh, Max and Sam from Maybe Movies. Hello. Uh, and various other things. Fellas, you want to introduce yourselves? Uh,
4: Sam, do you want to go first? Okay, yeah, yeah. hi guys, I'm, I'm Sam Terry, I'm co-host on Maybe Movies over at the Zadrum channel on YouTube, and uh, uh, yeah, I freaking love movies, I've loved horror movies since I was five years old, so let's do this.
3: Hi, and I'm Max Furness McRae. Uh, I'm an actor and writer, uh, also from Norwich, and also the other host on Maybe Movies. Uh, and I'm coming to you live from a train in the middle of the north of the uh, English countryside.
1: Amazing, and yet somehow your audio is better than Shane's. So I'm I know, right? <laughs> I'm sat
0: at home. I'm sat at home. <laughs> I haven't made any adjustments to my so I haven't fucking touched it.
1: Shane, I'll tell you, you sound better today than I think maybe you have in in months. Wow. So don't touch anything. I'm not.
0: I ain't touching shit. (laughs) I get this every fucking week, every time we record. Shane, what have you done to your audio? Fuck all.
1: Oh, that's just part of the joy of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so... I mean,
0: I take pride in telling everybody we are the most disorganized podcast in the history of
1: podcasts. That's true. That's absolutely true.
4: Oh, who needs organization? It's for the week.
3: You should have a trophy for it.
1: (laughs) I know. Oh, we should make that up. T-shirts, the whole thing. Yeah, I'll make a plasticine uh, award.
3: (laughs) Nuts.
1: Awesome. Well, for folks who aren't Normally, listening to us, we are the official podcast of upcoming horror movies.com. And on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, all you need is blood. Instagram account, all you need is blood Podcast, And if you're listening to us, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in, all you need is blood, and subscribe. Whoo! So, uh, Shane, I had a whole bunch of stuff that I had spoken about on the last episode, but since that has been lost to the ether... Uh, right. <laughs> I do have some things that I feel like I'm going to have to repeat myself, although no one had actually listened last time, so... oh well, yeah, this is a fair point,
0: actually, isn't it? So,
1: Yeah. But um, but I'll blast through that relatively quickly. So um, I had recently been to the Connecticut Horror Fest, uh, which was right. awesome. Um, very close to my house, which I was always happy about, and got to meet a bunch of awesome celebrities, including uh, Mike Flanagan, uh, who I got Our to spot. Uh, nice. The, the train's about to uh, depart. Yeah, no, about <laughs> Stanford. So yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no problem. So I got to talk to uh, Mike Flanagan about not only his films, but like uh, Ghoulies and like a bunch of other nonsense. Um, so he was a good guy. Uh, Jeffrey Combs, I got to speak with. He oh. was great.
4: Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I uh, love Jeffrey
1: Combs. Yeah, he's he's one of the only few celebrities that I can like stare oh. eye to eye, because every other celebrity is fucking gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> And Ryan is only actually a midget. That's right, technically.
3: (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs)
1: Uh, And I got to, so who else did I meet? Uh, Barbara Crampton was there, who I was like absolutely infatuated with. I'm like, oh my God, it's Barbara Crampton. I can't wait. (laughs) Super (laughs) nice lady. Super nice lady. Uh, And I got to meet uh, Judith O'Day, and uh, I believe her name is pronounced Crow Sean. Uh, who is the little girl in Night of the Living Dead with the, um, the trowel. That's oh, her, uh, her nice. Family, so. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. So those were awesome ladies. Excellent to talk to. I got to talk with Crow, actually, about a uh, uh, about the bear that lives in her backyard, and she was showing me pictures from her Instagram and <laughs> telling <laughs> me bears. We we shared bear stories. So. <laughs> it was best. a good time. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So do you do you have many bear stories?
1: Um the only ones that I had were my parents at their house which is not too far from mine. Uh, they had left on a trip and they went up to New Hampshire and they were staying at a location and uh, and uh, all the signs outside were like beware of bears do not feed the bears the bears are you know whatever it's like before hibernation season don't don't do anything with the bears and my dad's like oh my god I'm going to see the bears this weekend it's going to be great. So the whole time They're staying in this, like, uh, I think they had rented a camper or something, and they're, like, watching, waiting for the bears to come out. They're, like, looking for bears, looking for bears. There's no bears. Meanwhile, my my older brother had gone to my parents' house to, like, uh, I think he was going to stop by and use the swimming pool or just check on the place or something. And he goes to my parents' house and on their deck is a fucking black bear like, trying shit. to eat the bird seed. So he takes a picture of it and is like, heard you guys aren't seeing any bears. Well, here's one on your deck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's fantastic. So, that's
1: crazy shit. That
3: was the train, not me. I
1: don't, right, I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> so that's what, I've a been, uh, that's what I've been doing. Shane, what have you been getting up to recently?
0: Um, I I have been um, Watching movies I have been Rewatching movies I've been buying Christmas presents Which is unusual For me to be this fucking Organized when it comes to that Horrible season that I hate
1: It is not even November yet And you're buying Christmas presents
0: Yeah I've even bought my friend's birthday present For January Wow, What's up with that
3: that's very organised. That's where all the organisation for the podcast goes to. Shane's been um, borrowing it for Christmas.
1: <laughs> He's been using up all of his organisation skills.
3: Yeah, that's
0: about it. That's all you'll fucking get. out I mean, really, you know, organisation? <laughs> nah, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, I went to the. I, well, I watched watched the films we are going to be discussing today, amongst other things. Um last night me and Sam actually went to see Halloween Ends and um had quite a good discussion afterwards about it, which we intend on replying or relaying again today. Excellent. Um, um and uh yeah I've been keeping an eye out on um certain horror movies that are due to come out this month. So um because there's a couple that have piqued my interest. And there's a couple of series on Netflix that have piqued my interest, but I cannot remember the fucking titles of them for love and all money.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm going to go to you first, Max. What have you been up to, or anything you've been getting into recently?
3: Uh, Well, I've been um, doing my duty and observing the uh, 31 days of Halloween, so I've been watching movies every day, uh, working, um, on top of everything else that I do, I'm a receptionist in A&E at the North Carolina Hospital, Uh, and obviously caught up on the films that we were going to discuss today uh and mostly editing and shooting for the show for, for maybe movies up until obviously this happened with my brother unfortunately and i'm having to shoot across the country again and see well that's um, what
1: a good brother does right well yeah yeah apparently
3: that's <laughs> no, sorry, that, that, that came out wrong yes uh so yeah i been sort of kind of a last minute thing um I'm trying to think, what else have I seen recently? Uh, the only thing that I've been catching up on, and I haven't quite finished it yet, is I've been watching Dharma as well, which has been really good.
1: Watching what? Dharma on Netflix. I don't know what that is. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, oh, okay.
3: yeah. yeah, with um, Evan Peters playing Jeffrey Dahmer, it, which is absolutely fantastic. Really?
2: Yeah. It yeah, really yeah. Good. It's
3: well worth it. If you haven't checked it out, yeah, I've still got uh, about two episodes to watch, but it's worth it. It really is. It's made by the
4: American Horror Story guys.
1: Oh, uh, yes, okay. Brian Murphy. Yeah,
4: yep. that's the one.
1: Yeah, that's the buddy. Yeah. Of course, why else would Evan Peters be in something?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: True, actually. I mean, he was Quicksilver in one of the X Men movies. I was. That's I was right. going to say
0: that
4: it's either an X Men movie or it's it's American Horror Story, isn't it? Really? Or he was actually <laughs> in Kick
3: Ass one and two.
4: Oh, I forget about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah he was. well, no, he was in Kickass, so which was weird because that's both that's both Quicksilvers in the same film. Yeah. Isn't
1: it? Wait, yeah. I, I didn't even realize he was also in Kickass. I thought you were talking about the other Quicksilver that was that was <laughs> Kickass. Yeah. I didn't even realize
4: it was him until like the fifth time I watched that movie. Oh yeah. my
1: god! I yeah, I know. To go back now. But yeah, all right, awesome. How about you, Sam? What have you been up to recently?
4: Oh, me. I, I live a very boring life. I've been keeping up with things on Maybe Movies, keeping uh, keeping things uh, going with Max. Um, I spend a lot of my time playing video games and watching way too much YouTube and uh, failing miserably this year to, to really keep up with uh, 31 Days of Halloween. I've watched maybe a dozen movies, I think, so far. So I'm you. really behind. I've got to catch up. Oh, my God.
1: A
0: dozen. <laughs> I've been really slack this year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've been keeping up. We're recording this on what is today, the 23rd. I think I'm on like 26 movies now. I don't know. So oh, that's I've, been, right. I've been maintaining pace, which was my goal. I've missed a couple of days, but I doubled up some other days, so
3: I think I've missed yesterday understandably and what today as well. So,
1: I'm
3: pretty much up to date. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, although I must admit when I did see Halloween ends, I did have to watch another one because uh, I kind of I, I can't count it as a as a horror film, I'm afraid.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that one in a second. Uh, you guys you guys want to tell us a little bit about maybe movies and uh, maybe for some people that haven't uh, seen your uh, YouTube show what it's about.
3: Yeah, sure. So um, we started it uh, just over two years ago.
1: Uh,
3: I had a the most obscure thing ever uh, I'd start the channel as being uh, kind of related to my small publishing business and I was looking for something to do lot like a sort of semi-regular show to do on, on the channel and one day I was I'd caught there was Karate Kid on Netflix and I was watching that and I realised that I'd, I saw it from the beginning, and I realised that I'd never seen it even though I remember it as a kid. I'd never seen those first couple of minutes at the beginning of the film, where they leave New Jersey and travel cross country to California. And just in the back of my mind, I just had this idea: it's like, well, this, this is a bit similar to the beginning of Lost Boys, where they leave Phoenix and, and they, they're travelling across to California.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What if, what if they went into each other's stories? And how would those movies look? That's the kind of the the inception for it. And that's what we do. We take two films. We sort of pluck out key characters, whether it's the protagonists or as we do on our Halloween ones, we do the antagonists instead, drop them into the plot of the opposing film and then act by act, go through each film and try and figure out how those movies might look.
1: (coughs) And sometimes you bring Shane in for uh, color commentary. I'm sure. Exactly.
3: Yes. Uh, we have also got another friend of ours as well, Chris Smith, who's a, a film director and producer, who comes and joins us occasionally as well. Uh, which it does make a difference having, like, obviously having somebody else in there as well.
0: It is but quite I entertaining. Is. I mean, we had we had we filmed yesterday, not yesterday, Friday, and mm. um, we did have a, a bloody good laugh <laughs> while we were um, talking about. The Black Hole and Event Horizon, which Max um, cunningly changed the titles up as The Event Hole and, <laughs> uh, yes, and Black Horizon. Too many butt
4: jokes. Many, many butt yeah. jokes. <laughs> many, many, many butt jokes.
1: Yeah, The Event Hole. That sounds like an s and club. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the month before that, the so last month we did... Um, uh, it was a Toy Story and a, a child's play, which did end up with one of them being called Toy Play, which is just as bad.
5: Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like you
0: couldn't be more suggestive if you, even if you tried, you know. I'm,
3: I'm not trying. It, uh,
4: <laughs> you can say this every time, Max. I do not believe you anymore.
3: <laughs> uh, I might go a bit distance. I'm going through a tunnel at the moment, so...
1: Yeah, uh, he he stays up at night just writing down dirty names in a notebook, just so he can. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't have to write. Don't have to write them down. It's all organic. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a bit of a long-winded explanation, but I'm still trying desperately to find how I can sum up the show in a sentence. Which is- well, I think
0: I I think I narrowed it down quite well when I posted up the uh, thingy the other night.
3: You did
2: um, actually.
0: That was really good. Yeah hang on, what was it? Let me let me find it. Um, let me find it, right. Um, we're a couple of old twats talking about some movies where we take characters from two films, swap them over, and try to make a new film within the realm
1: of that film.
4: Yes. That's yes. probably the shortest you can get it,
1: yeah. 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 <laughs> Very succinct, Gene. Yes. I mean, oh, I yeah, can, so, have, so that's what Shane is known for. for yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's never known for long-winding, blowhard, uh, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> ramblings. <laughs> no, never, he never has
0: Shane rambled in the 32 years I've known him. 33. <laughs> yeah, we
4: were
5: really? talking about yeah.
0: this last night, Sam. Um, either you've forgotten it's 33 or dementia is setting in. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with option B. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can live with that.
1: wow 33 years of shane i don't know that i can take that (laughs)
4: oh we've
0: had a few (laughs) adventures along the way oh Oh, boy god the stories i could tell about him
1: (laughs)
3: seriously not suitable for the podcast possibly
0: oh fuck that everything is suitable for podcast
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I just mentioned to a um, a buddy of mine I was talking to who didn't realize I did a podcast, and he's like, oh, what's it like? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's like a bunch of fucking nonsense. Yeah, it is. That like, narrows it down. Yeah. It, it does narrow it down. There is, like, profanity, like you wouldn't believe, um, which I have to say I am quite proud of. Well, um, I did notice that new shirt you had gotten, Shane, and I was quite impressed with it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was actually a gift off my buddy Steve. He went to Crete um a couple of weeks ago on holiday and he said to me he said i've got you a present i've got you a shirt and it's so you i was like okay and he gave it to me and i just read it and it said fuck you you fucking fuck i was like that is so me that's a good it is
1: (laughs) that's a good church shirt oh heck
0: yeah well that's all i wore it the other night when i went to tgi friday yep that sounds like you
1: yeah I don't give a fuck.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. In a nutshell, yeah. It's like the guy who... What was really funny, the guy who um, served us, um, his... Oh, fuck, his name was... I think... I can't remember what his name was, but I wanted to call it... I wanted to shorten his name to um, Laszlo. Mm.
2: Um,
0: Obviously, Laszlo from What We Do in the Shadows. Ah. And okay. I wanted to ask, I kept, I, my buddy Graham, who I was with, said, no, don't talk about what we do in the shadows. Don't mention if he's got a wife called, called Nadia. Don't ask me if he has a familiar called Guillermo or anything like that. Just don't. I was like, oh, you spoil my fun, man.
3: You, <laughs> didn't just, you didn't just point at your t-shirt and go, here's your tip?
1: <laughs> no, I was actually very polite. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, since we're a little we're yourself? a little pressed for time, fellas, uh, do we want to jump into a movie?
3: Yeah, sounds good. Let's do this.
1: All right, Max. Which one? Yeah, which one first? do you want to tackle first, Max?
3: Uh, um, I don't know. Halloween Ends. I suppose. I suppose will be the um, it's probably the one I've probably got more to say about. <laughs>
0: Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends is the one I have specific venom for
1: oh my god i know i would love to save that one for the end but i want to i want to hear your input i don't want to be caught rambling about hellraiser
3: all right so i mean thing i was going to say really about i mean obviously about hellraiser because obviously you can talk about that after after i've had to go is there's a few things but the only thing i was going to say about that really was i had burst out laughing about two-thirds of the way through it when i realized that the lead actress in hellraiser looks like a, a female dexter fletcher Huh. Oh, the heroine,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, uh, oh, that's just, no. Anyway, but no, Halloween names. sorry. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was uh, disappointing is probably the best I could probably say about it. Um, it really felt like, because I think wasn't it originally supposed to be two, they were only going to do films, two films, didn't they? Yeah. And, and yeah. then it got made up to a trilogy, so it really felt like, oh shit, what are we going to do? Um,
4: I felt that same way about it. It was like the the Matrix sequels where they originally had this idea for like one extra long movie and the studio made them chop it in two mm. and they had to introduce a bunch of extra crap and it feels like that's what happened with this.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And if that's the story you're going to end, you know, like a a 40-year film series on, it's not really the one that you want to do. I mean, I don't know how you felt about it, Sam, obviously because... The last time I saw you you hadn't seen it
4: yet. Yeah. Well yeah, no, I, I, I have opinions, but you get yours off your chest first, buddy. Go on, mate. Yeah.
1: From the uh, diaphragm. Just, <laughs> all right, just, just to preface <laughs> this, let's let's save some of the more spoilery stuff for a little bit later. Um we w- okay. we will get into spoilers, obviously we have to. Oh yeah. But um Okay.
3: Okay. But yeah, no, just generally, um it, the story felt it was boring, I think a, that's the kind of commonality between both of these we were talking about, they were both incredibly boring um, it was too long Actually, no, that's more applicable to Hellraiser, sorry uh, what can I really say um, some of the things with some of the performances were just strange I mean, the guy that's, that they introduced um, what was his name again? Corey Corey, Corey. Corey yeah there were moments in the film where I was like, are you just trying to do a cheap Jason Patrick impersonation from The Lost Boys? Ah. Yeah. Um, with his performance, with his um, uh, discount, um, Carrie's mom waiting for him at home. Oh, okay. God. <laughs>
0: discount
4: Carrie's mom. I love her. Yeah, oh, no, I get that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, oh, shit. I never thought of that, man.
3: um. <laughs> So, in that respect, it felt really derivative. Uh, and obviously, we I mean, I said, I said we're talking about spoilers for the end, but the ending was just. Ah, uh, jeez. There was no real um, attempt at uh, maintaining any kind of outwards narrative to the film. All of this stuff's going on, and yet the film doesn't take any time to focus on what the police are doing about this sudden, loose of murder.
1: That's true, yep.
3: No? Uh, I mean,. I'm not saying that we needed uh, a, a new Doctor Loomis kind of uh, replacement, but all of the other, especially the, the, the classic Halloween films, you would always, you would, there were various storylines going on. So you've got what's going on with the main characters, you've got what the authorities are doing about that, and and, and this just felt it just stripped all of that away. Um, plus, again, what was going on with Laurie as well? You know, four years after her daughter gets killed, and she's cracking and making jokes. I mean, if they were trying to do it like um, like it was a coping mechanism and she's putting up this front to try and hide her grief, then then it would have made sense. But there wasn't enough of that. That did Enough of that didn't come out in, in the narrative to even say that that's what was going on, which just felt like really lazy writing.
0: Hmm. Lazy writing? Is that what you call it?
3: being polite, they are British after all
4: yeah I don't know what I call that writing it's there are a number of 90 degree turns for characters throughout the movie Yeah, just like you know I'm fine I'm fine oh I'm evil now or I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm not you know whatever It, it, it all comes out of left field for me
1: yeah, co- uh, cohesive yeah. isn't a word I would use to describe this movie. It it doesn't feel pieced together like it should have.
0: Oh, you felt the same way about Halloween
1: Kills? That wasn't at all cohesive at all. It was just a fucking mess. Also, I think that one, uh, <laughs> Halloween Kills, got was a little more cohesive in that the entire thing was a huge piece of shit from top to bottom. And I feel- oh yeah,
2: that's a good. That's, I I agree <laughs> with that one hundred
4: percent. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly disagree. I was gonna say I think there's a bigger through line in the second film. It may be gibberish, but it's a through line. Mm. You know, there's everyone ever dies, and the whole project. Oh, there's that. a through line to the movie. I
0: fucking <laughs> hated that. I hated that whole aspect of that.
4: But then with the second movie, oh, the third movie. Sorry. Um... You've got the like I'm this way, I'm good, I'm I'm trying to recover, I'm trying to recuperate, whatever. And then these sudden ninety degree turns in character. Uh just Yeah. It's like uh it had to happen because the script says so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like to point out that this movie itself, right, so it's the third. it's the, it's the third part of uh the Halloween twenty eighteen. Technically, Mm -hmm. it's the fourth movie in the series, because the first Halloween, then Halloween 18, then Halloween Kills, and now this one. And it's also Mm. the 13th Halloween movie. So it's like Halloween 3, Halloween 4, and Halloween 13 all wrapped into one. Um, And to have that legacy, you know, that was ahead of it to try to close, I guess, all those open ends as they were, you know, attempting to do. Not that I believe this is the last Halloween movie. Obviously, in, you know, another six months they're going to announce another Halloween movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course they are.
3: It, of course, yeah. It, it worked, at least in, in this sort of timeline, if you like, it's the last one. Um, I mean, I think the other thing that I didn't like about it as well, or that just didn't seem to work was this kind of weird sort of, I don't know, especially, I suppose a bit like the... Delinquents, kind of. Oh my god! Um, romance between Alison and Corey, which is like, yeah, they're like ten years to old this. Yes, it doesn't work. Yeah. Nothing's holding them back apart from themselves. Right. It's not like they've got repressive teachers or parents telling them they can't do it. Yep. We're you know, in our
1: thirties and we're going to run away from home. Right, <laughs> exactly. I, I was saying to Shane last night that's essentially
4: the plot from Romeo and Juliet. Yes, and it has right. the same timeline. It's like
2: three
1: days. Three days. <laughs> what the fuck man I will say when um, when she first saw Corey and like they did that little oh my god I'm in love like in the first instant oh. I'm like ew really look at this guy gross ah. <laughs> looks like a yeah. fucking mutant <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like that I didn't buy that at all like the instant I'm in love you know oh look at this guy he he's a uh, you know an accused child murderer, but I love him. Um, it's like I didn't buy I that mean, at all. Um, but the you, man,
4: it's Romeo and Juliet. Yes, that's what it is. It's the plot of Romeo and Juliet shoehorned into a Halloween movie right. for some freaking <laughs> reason.
1: Now, how did you guys feel about the the intro scene? I loved it. Yeah, it I, me by I, the I knew you would love it, Shane. I fucking, I'm watching it, and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, Shane's gonna laugh at this.
0: <laughs> yeah, laugh. I did. Oh, yeah. Sam jumped. It was quite funny because I was obviously sat next to Sam in the cinema last night, and I knew it was happening. I'm sitting there with a big grin on my face. saying, kids gonna get it. Kids gonna get it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the kid hits the deck, and Sam just jumps, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I like was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. I, 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 oh. I, I was trying
4: to figure out how that scene was going to end, and I did not see that coming. <sighs> I just love the
0: fact that he got the close-up of his head snapping
4: back. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, that
0: was amazing. <laughs> the, yeah, and I was just like, yay, little cunt deserved
1: it. I'm going to give a, so... I'm gonna give a lot of credit to the movie. One of my favorite things in any movie or TV show is literally throwing a dummy from a tall height, and the fact Oops. that they just dropped a rubber kid from fucking three or four stories up. <laughs> Badoof! <laughs> That's a, that was fantastic. Was,
3: up was until just, that, yeah. before that, before that happened, I was watching with a friend of mine. We were sitting there going, "Oh God, I'd so love to introduce this kid to the blog from the 1980s remake." <laughs> <laughs> just so you can see him just get melted. <laughs> yeah. he was—he was a little piece of crap, uh, wasn't so he? Yeah, but it's curious, though, in just in what we're talking about here, the amount of time that we've been talking about this film and the amount of time that we've spent talking about this film and not actually talked about Michael is an analogous to the amount of time that Michael is actually in the film.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. yes. I mean, that's going to be probably <laughs> the biggest criticism people are going to have um, on the yeah. movie. And I know I've seen so many people on Facebook like, oh, this is garbage, this is horrible, blah, blah, blah. And, like,
2: um,
1: I, I don't know if they're coming at, at that, from like um, the movie's bad, or if they're just like the movie didn't do what I wanted it to do, you know? Well,
4: mm. the other two oh, yeah. movies were pretty brisk, you know, they got started pretty quickly. You know, Michael was there from sort of 10 minutes in, maybe five, 10 minutes in on both of those movies. It got brisk, and then this one is it felt like an hour. I'm told it's 40 minutes, but I don't really believe it. Um, it was it was a lot taken with no Michael whatsoever.
1: So you don't see Michael until 40 minutes in. And yeah. I, mean, I guess we're kind of in spoilers a little bit, but the first time he kills is almost an hour. Yeah.
4: Ah, uh, right. So I was right. It is an hour. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the majority <laughs> of the film is essentially without him uh, doing any Michael business
0: so essentially i think um one of the funniest lines that laurie comes oh, out I with i
1: knew you shane i wrote this down and <laughs> knowing you were gonna put this in here <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead
0: it's, the bit like, it's when she's in the kitchen and it's like you gotta show grief your tits and give it the finger you know i was just like what the fuck i did not expect that from laurie right, let's see yes. i
1: wrote it here hang on where did it go uh i thought i put it in quotes tear off your shirt, show grief your fucking tits, and say, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, this is a Shane line, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: was just so fucking funny, because, I mean, it was probably the funniest line in the entire movie, to be fair. Um, True. Because it just caught me off guard at how how off the wall it was you know it's like Laurie's. what lori Laurie strode ripping her, shirt ripping her shirt open so show grief your tits i was like
1: what the fuck <laughs> show grief your tits yeah. what does what does that mean i like i want to split this dialogue apart and like really analyze it like show grief your tits and say let's go so does that mean that she wants to fuck grief I, i'm confused
0: yeah, that probably means it. I mean, she's in her 60s. She's probably not getting any action. So, yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> 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 so what? <sorry. laughs> I mean, let's face it. The <laughs> amount of characters I <laughs> saw in, this mo- in Halloween Ends, and I thought to myself, those sh- those guys should have been fucking dead. I was surprised to see the old woman, the, the um, African-American woman, the neighbour... Oh still alive.
2: Yeah, the one who, in who got the it, light the lightning. Like, yeah,
0: I was like, How the fuck did she survive that? I know. I yeah,
4: know. that was Again, because the script says so, I think.
1: I it... feel like they didn't igno- like they realized we have we don't have anything that acknowledges Halloween ends happened. So we yeah. have to like put something in so people are like, Oh yeah, that is part of the series. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I'll say I, I did not love, I didn't like the multiple voiceovers that they have for Laurie doing. And, like, oh. I, to me, that, that comes off as lazy. Like, if you can't show it and tell it without just having a voiceover, explain everything, both at the beginning and the end of the movie, I, I was like, come on, guys, you could can, can do better than this. And at one point, um, Lori's sitting there with her granddaughter, and there's a voiceover of Laurie... Over them while they're having a conversation, and I'm like, just say this shit during well, the. Is. Just say this during the conversation. You don't have to have a voiceover explaining what your emotions are. Like, what the fuck? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, when it's in the context of her writing the book, I sort of understand it because you can't expect the audience to read that shit. But then when it's in other places where it doesn't belong, what, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, just say it. Just just say
1: it. Just, right. Say you know? it during the conversation. Don't have your voice. Be like, oops, we forgot to put this in. And then after the fact, you have her voice over some lines. You know? So yeah.
3: essentially, they were I wouldn't saying... be surprised if that's what it is. So essentially,
1: I wouldn't be surprised the if the like that...
3: test audiences. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... The writers
0: were saying, let's put this where it doesn't belong. Right.
1: Oh, we forgot to put this in. <laughs> or or this didn't yeah. come across very well. We better add it in after the fact. So, yeah. I don't know. All right. Let's get into spoilers, boy, so we can really. We can really take this thing apart. Um, oh, let's see. Okay, so I'm going to say... Well, th- there were things I liked about this movie. And compared to the previous two movies, I think this one is the best cinematically. In that it is more like a movie than the other two films were. Like, it's got characters. they, The characters actually do progress... Even though I agree that it's like, it, 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 it jumps off at an angle, like, like you had said. You know, it, it just sort of, oh, now I'm, now I'm bad. Or, oops, now I've, I've changed, completely changed my character. At least they have some character progress. Um, I could tell that the filmmakers actually had something they wanted to do, but they did not accomplish that. And they gave up on it towards the end of the movie like they were working towards something and then they just said, "Ah, we can't do that. We have to do what every Halloween movie does. Fuck. Um, And I will also say on this, the camera work was much better and I didn't get a headache at all watching this compared to ends and even uh, the Halloween 28 because nothing happened yes it was the, but it was <laughs> I appreciated a nice stationary camera showing characters and scenes going on <laughs> as opposed to it jumping back and forth you know giving me motion sickness so uh, so I'll say that was that was some good stuff that was in this movie uh, I mean the bad stuff was pretty much like you know the plot the the uh... <laughs> Um, Lori, especially her, like, like you'd said, she was this crazy, you know, prepper making booby traps and guns and all this. And then she's just like, nope, I don't do that anymore. Everything's fine. Even though I know Michael Myers escaped, I don't have any problems. Mm-hmm. Let's all have a happy Halloween and hand out cookies. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I get you want to change her character, but maybe showing that that progress or that, uh, you know, some subtle changes would have been nice instead of just completely resetting her character. I don't know. It's,
4: it's almost like I has grandma skills, you know?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? I'm, I'm going to have to jump off in a minute cause I'm almost at my stop. Um, so all I'd say very quickly is weirdly enough, I never thought I'd say it. I think I actually preferred the second one simply because as bad a film as it is, at least you can have a laugh at this, uh, a laugh at it. um, Whereas this was just too dull, and the ending was terrible. Uh, if if they wanted to end it properly, you, it would have been when when Michael grabs hold of um, Laurie by the throat and she says, "Do it." He would have just done it and just snapped her neck. Yeah, That's he would have it. just snapped her neck. Because um, I'm sorry, regardless of the fact that he's been li- he's been living in a, living in a hole down by the river for like um, four <laughs> years. You know, if they, again, they're destroying their own law. If they go to this idea that every person he kills makes him stronger, by the time he comes back at the end of the film, you're telling me that he can't beat a 70 old woman, woman.
4: Well, he'd only killed three people, I think, by that point. The rest were Corey.
3: Well, that's true. So he, he yeah, wasn't he full power. Yeah.
4: yeah, I think that was uh, the idea. I'm not saying that was a good idea, but I think that was the idea.
3: Dias, um, Michael. Not full fat, Michael. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: It was same skinned, (laughs) Michael. (laughs) But regardless of that, I mean, you know, at one point, he again, no consistency in that fight. At one point, he picks up and throws her across the bloody kitchen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What got me
0: was the fact she had the strength to throw him across the fucking kitchen as well. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Chuck him over the counter. Although, admittedly, I really liked when she stabbed him in the hand. And pinned it to the counter and then threw him over. So at least she had a bit of leverage. And you know, and then it was like she fucking jumped on top of him. It was like, what the fuck is going on here? Is is that she finally gonna ride Michael after all these years after teasing him for so long? Or is she just gonna fucking do him over straight away, you know, and she stabs him in the other hand. And I thought that was quite kind of epic. She stabs him in the hand stabs it into the counter and gets the fucking frying pan and just rams it in. I was like, fuck yeah! That was
4: an
1: nice scene. I gotta say, I laughed at that scene more than I think I've laughed in a long time. I thought it was the funniest. <laughs> fun- I mean, not that it probably should be funny, but I thought it was absolutely hysterical. <clears throat> and my fa- my absolute favorite part was that after he rips his hand off the knife and he's choking her, and like she's like, do it, do it, and when the girl comes in and grabs his arm and fucking Steven Seagal's it right over the edge of the counter, I <laughs> burst out laughing. I was cracking up. I I, I I know that they probably didn't intend for it to be so hilarious, but it was so over the top and comical that I was like in tears laughing. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. Um. So and <laughs> I mean to actually put him to an end by like, just like slitting his wrists and his throat and just be like, okay, he's just going to bleed out. I was like, that's weird. Like, I mean, I'll, I don't give much praise to Halloween H2O, but at least she cut his fucking head off in that one.
0: Yeah. But we all know that in that wasn't canon. We all know that in the follow up, the uh, equally dreadful, um, Halloween resurrection, more dreadful um...
1: Shane, more dreadful. (laughs)
0: Yes. It was it was somebody else. Michael had actually swapped his mask and his outfit with somebody else so he escaped.
1: And he was running around naked in the woods.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's just a really scary thought, Michael Michael
1: Michael running around with his weapon. But no, uh, that the whole ending, I have a, uh, a lot of problems with it that they, they just they completely changed directions on that ending. But uh yeah, go ahead, Max. What do you got?
3: It's, no, I was say, it's um quote from a friend of mine, as you like to say with things like this, it's like they just got bored and when the, they finished off the script down the pub. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Just wrote it on the back of a beer mat. I
1: think... That's probably
0: what it was, it was written on the back of a beer mat and they reversed it and then, oh shit, we've like, done it the wrong way
2: around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, be- I don't yes, think they I... had that same ending in mind. I think they were going a completely different direction and then the studio or somebody was like, No you have to have um, Jamie Lee Curtis fight Michael Myers at the end. I'm, I'm of the impression, See, like, I bet, I bet in the original scenes, they had that guy, Corey, kill Michael. And I think it was when he was, like, when he fist fights Michael in the in the sewer. And, like, he, mm-hmm. he says, like, you're, you're nothing special. You're just an old man in a Halloween costume. And, like, steals yeah. his mask. I bet they killed him there.
0: Do you know what if if Michael Myers was at full power, he would have fucking snapped that idiot's neck straight away. Well, yeah, He'd be like, Fuck you and then just fucking crack, you know, done it. But no, this is Hollywood. David um, Gordon David Gordon Green and um oh Danny McBride. McBride. Danny McBride, they both need a fucking slap. They've this is my opinion of it, this is my take my take Personally speaking, those two people have pissed on a forty-year legacy and really fucking turned it into shit sandwich. do
3: not disagree
1: That's... with that,
3: mate.
0: No, I just think they—I just think they ruined a perfectly good franchise. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how much they ruined it. I mean, it's not like it was to- fucking top tier in, in, in its current state.
0: All right. 2018 was the 2018 movie. I thought was brilliant. I thought it was really well done. It was a great return to form. Um, it was a yeah, great yeah, return but- to the franchise. If they'd have, if they'd extended that, completely missed out Halloween Kills, totally, totally just aborted Halloween Ends, and just added at the end of Halloween 2018, where Michael Myers gets killed off. I think that would have been a perfect ending. It would have been a perfect bookend to that franchise. But no, they, in my opinion, Halloween Kills was fucking abysmal. Uh, it was abysmal. It was, abysmal. Well, it was fucking awful. This one I just thought was atrocious.
3: I mean, Halloween Kills, what I felt about that was a lot of the stuff in there. It felt like they'd, um, they'd taken Halloween to out of canon just to give us a watered-down, effective remake of it in Halloween Kills.
4: Mm. Exactly what I would have said, yeah.
3: And that's a shame, because Halloween 2 is awesome. Yeah, the original Halloween 2 is amazing.
1: Especially when that kid gets smashed by the car and, <laughs> and burns <Yeah>. alive. <laughs> another yeah. another hilarious moment the, the, in the, Halloween history. Sorry,
3: that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm surprised they didn't try to include some way of re- referencing, was it Ben Tramer, isn't it? He's supposed to be the guy who gets hit by the car. <clears> oh, <throat> yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Because he's supposed to be the guy that they're trying to set Laurie up in, in, in the original film, isn't it? Oh, right,
1: right, yeah. right.
0: See, I mean, with this one, it's, uh, I think everybody was just waiting, they were waiting for that final showdown with Laurie Strode and Michael Myers and we got it but i personally felt that it was too short the fight was too short um mm-hmm. you know it's like you've got an hour and you've got an hour and 50 minute movie you've got an hour of total bollocks my name's Corey, and i'm in love with laurie strode's granddaughter you know let's <coughs> emphasize on i'm a complete fucking psychopath but i'm in love with a, with a normal human person and i want to take her away with me you know i want to love her forever and if i can't have her nobody will um you know it it was just i was just like hang on a minute this is this is like somebody this is like a stalker who i used to have and you know it's just like (laughs) yeah give her fucking twitch you know but um I just thought the ending with the fight. I just thought it was it was too short.
1: See, with the love st- love-, the love story stuff, I was getting vibes of like natural born killers and like uh, even Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer.
0: Oh right, Brian. How can you? How could you like do that? How could you say? How could you fucking oh, sully no, the s- film I'm like- saying <laughs> that's
1: what they were reaching for. Not that that's what they yeah. got. Yeah,
3: but they failed at that miserably. Cool. I am at my stop. The last thing I'm going to say is um, I'm watching, waiting to see how long it is before somebody does a mock-up Michael Myers action figure. That's just a packet, just a packet of minced beef. <laughs> 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 oh
1: yes, excellent. I'm working on the meat right it. now. Okay, guys. <laughs> right, Max. Max. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, man Thanks, Max Best of luck No
3: worries at all No worries I shall hope Well, hopefully Cheers Hold Take on Wait for this thing to let me out Yeah Hold on so I'm just Wait for this thing to open
1: So oh, I forgot <laughs> to tell you guys I don't know if Shane will yeah, Let you best. know But you were uh, actually Alright, guys Alright, Max Take Bye. care Bye Laters Yes, yeah, Sam, you were actually required to uh, ingest uh, some pumpkin spice, something before you come on the episode.
2: No,
0: you're fucking not, Sam. Don't believe a word my <laughs> told you. It's all bollocks.
4: I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I don't have the pumpkin spice mix in my house. <laughs> I don't know. I might do, though. Who knows? Oh, God, no. Not you and all. What? No, I don't actually have pumpkin spice mix. I might have the actual spices that
0: make pumpkin spice mix. Oh, sure. I was going to say, Ryan (laughs) is obsessed with pumpkin spice. He is the
1: basic white bitch of the All You Need Is Blood podcast. Oh, absolutely. I don't
4: think there's anything wrong with pumpkin spice. No, it's nice. It's
1: it's, it's very good. What did I pick up? I picked up, this is going to sound crazy, I haven't tried it yet, but it is a pumpkin mash bourbon that I saw at the liquor store. (laughs) And i I was actually there to buy a present for my brother, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I-, I was gonna get him some nice bottle of bourbon or something, and I saw this like pumpkin pumpkin bourbon, and I go, Yeah, I'm gonna need that bottle right here, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm saving that for Halloween to break out
2: <laughs> ha. yeah, that
4: sounds like a cool buy for that one actually,
1: oh, but God, so anyway, the um I I I would honestly have rather seen a version of this movie where like Corey kills off Michael Myers early on, and th- it's that's just it. Now he's the killer. But I feel like they were so. I think like the studio must have came to him and said like you can't do that. You have to have Laurie be the one to put an end to him or whatever. And uh, yeah. they had to like half ass an ending instead.
4: Yeah, that kind of – I'm sort of with you. I mean, there was a bit in the middle that sort of seemed that bit when he has the fight with Michael. I was actually going, oh, God, they're not going to try and tell us that Michael's been dead this whole time and it's just in Corey's head.
1: Oh, that's actually a good idea too.
4: (laughs) Oh, no, that would have – no, that would have been – that would have really pissed me off. Like he just died in the gutter?
1: That would have been awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I mean mean, awesome in the sense that it would have pissed people off, but I would have laughed at it. It would –
4: that would subvert some freaking expectations
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That would have been a whole whole different twist on the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Like I I thought it would have been good if like Corey went after, um, Jamie Lee Curtis and like, he's battling her or whatever. And he's wearing the Michael mask, the, you know, the, uh, and, um, She thinks it's Michael until, like, he grunts or something, and she's like, wait, this guy doesn't make fucking noise, this is obviously some imposter, yanks the mask off, sees it's Corey, and, like, is like, this is bullshit, and then have her, like, destroy the mask, and then Corey gets his own mask, and then instead of, like, trying to fight, like, Michael Myers, he does his own thing, and he's, like, running around with, like, blowtorches or whatever, you know, stuff that Michael doesn't do, and... I thought that would have been a more interesting tank instead of just being like, oh, no, he's dead now. But don't worry. Michael's back. But we're going to end it. So the end.
4: There was a there was a bit early on when they kept really focusing on the scarecrow mask he wore that at that Halloween party. And I was like, he's going to end up in a scarecrow mask, isn't he?
2: You know,
4: I did kind of. Why did they highlight that so much if they weren't going to play it off later?
1: Yes, I agree. Actually, they should have used it.
4: Actually, no, that's probably another count for probable studio interference. Maybe he did in the original cut. And
1: they're like, oh, you can't, you have to use the Michael mask. You can't, you know, it's got to be Shatner or nothing else. It has to be Shatner.
0: (laughs) Reminds me of that game. Um, It's like, Shatner! And then you have to explain everything in a William Shatner style voice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like fun.
0: Oh, mate, it is hilarious.
1: So, I don't know. I thought I thought this was a bad movie. Um, I think that a lot of people are going to dislike it, you know, for whatever reason. If they wanted a Halloween movie that has to have Michael Myers, that's fine. But I think what's worse is that the, the filmmakers half-assed it. Like, if they were going to do something, you know, this, like, against fans' wishes and, like, kill off Michael and replace him with somebody else, just do it. Don't be, like... Don't be so uh, tiptoeing around the subject. Just fucking go all out and do it. Um, Agree. But they didn't do that. They half-assed it. And I think this one is going to fall down with uh, Friday the 13th Part 5. You know, as people being like, oh, no, I hate this because, you know, Jason isn't in it. Or I hate this because they tried to replace Michael Myers. When technically that's not the problem with Friday the 13th 5. The real problem is that it's a huge fucking piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> which, which is a lot of the problem with this movie. It's not that it's you know uh, that they're trying to do this thing. It's that it just wasn't good. Like that's that's the problem with the movie.
0: This yeah. movie, Halloween, ends in my opinion, was just diabolically fucking shit.
1: Now, how did you get? My t- how did you guys feel about the kills?
0: Oh. Uh Right, now, I know for a fact Sam kind of cringed a little bit at the um, blowtorch kill. I thought it was well done. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. but it was that's just... That's why it, it made was, me go, ooh. Yeah, but it was, just, it was just from the corner of my eye. I can see your hand going up to your face and you've got, ooh, kind of thing. Yeah, I was uh, going, ooh, that's nasty. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it was good. And um, obviously they had to uh, do the head stomp again. Yep. Um, <laughs> Um and it's like like Sam pointed out last time last night, there was a few of the kills that were off screen that could have been added. Like you the like guy cool. with the, the guy with the tire iron through his eye, um and the girl with the uh with the wrench in her head, you know. That, and the mother and there
4: were,
2: yeah, were the there yeah, were the mother.
0: Yeah, the mother. I mean, mind you, the mother deserved it. She fucking she really did deserve yeah. that that's why you wanted to see it though,
1: right yeah the the most despicable characters you want to see taken out
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely. i agree and in a sense it kind of triggered me as a little bit as well because it reminded me of my own mother oh jeez. so yeah so it was kind of like yeah um yeah she deserves to fucking be dead you know it's like she's a horrible fucking woman you know especially like the portrayal of the woman on the of the woman on the screen um it was like, yeah, she was fucking, dis- she is despicably bad. I mean, if I had a mother like that, who talked to me like that, treated me like that, I'd fucking kill her in a heartbeat. And she deserved what she got. I felt sorry for the stepdad, though.
1: Oh, yeah, he was a nice guy. Big, fat, nice guy. Yeah, he was nice guy. He, he was I, found really it
0: really, I found it really comical after she, after his mother slaps him in the face and she kisses him on the lips. It's like, oh, you free.
1: <laughs> it was worse. And then, I'd rather the slap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and then the slap and then it's like the stepdad looks at him and is like
1: i hope you find love um, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a nice also that guy was watching van damme's hard target while he was yeah while he was at the uh, that the was what it
0: was i was trying to figure out which movie it was <laughs> uh, <laughs> but kudos at the start of the film though with Corey and that little bastard i mean the little kid um watching the thing i thought that was kind of cool
1: yeah Carpenter's thing. So let so that means that John Carpenter exists in this universe, right? Yes. Yes, he does.
4: I guess it does, yeah. <laughs> but it's also a callback to the original movie, because in the first movie, uh, Tommy Ball was watching The Thing from Another World. Right,
2: yeah.
0: So, I mean, as I pointed out, I mean, because I mentioned this on my review, it was definitely a love letter to John Carpenter more than anything. I personally think. I mean, it's... Yeah, he was the executive producer. Yeah, he did the score for it. Um, And I will say, I've got to say, the score for this one was really dull.
1: Oh, my... I'm so glad you mentioned that, Shane. I was going to say the same thing.
0: Apart from the opening credits, that was the only bit that was The Halloween theme is my all-time favourite horror movie theme. And... I will say that the soundtrack was so
2: fucking dope. Yeah,
1: any any mm. criticisms that I have of Halloween 2018? The score is absolutely not one of them. I love and, and I rewatched Halloween 2018 and, and kills before this. And the score yeah. in 18 is so fucking good. It's like maybe the best Halloween score. Just absolutely. I've,
0: got, I've actually got the double uh, Pumpkin Orange Vinyl, the expanded edition on vinyl of the 2018 score. Um, I even bought, and this is quite funny actually, I actually bought the soundtrack score for Halloween Kills off Amazon for 10.99 on vinyl because they had a 75% off sale on it. Nice.
1: So I think ki- uh, <clears throat> Kills was a little bit of a downgrade in terms of music compared yeah. to 18. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good. And I feel like this one they like they washed over it. It was like you said dull. Just it it's not it I didn't maybe. notice it, you know?
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's I just maybe. found
0: it so boring. And it was like until that actual th- that actual theme kicked in. I didn't even realize it cuz that... <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I didn't even Is realize it, time- it was a Halloween film. I was watching. It felt like a Time of Life movie. <laughs> <Time of life. laughs> yeah, yeah. I said it to Sam last night. It was like a fucking Time of Life movie. That first hour was oh so dull, so boring.
1: Yeah, it was slow in the beginning. That's for (laughs) sure. The the pacing on the other two was much more consistent. I'm going to say this one was, I mean, I'm sure that was intentional, but it's not something that you want to, like, grab you, I guess, in the Halloween spirit. It didn't feel very Halloween-y to me. It
4: didn't. No? Oh, that's a really good point. I didn't think of that, but you're right. You're totally right.
1: Yeah, this, this may have, might as well have taken place any time of year, so, I don't know. It just didn't didn't yeah. grab me like that, and even, I, you know, despite everything negative I have to say about Halloween Kills, at least, I at least that one felt a little more like Halloween.
4: Yeah, the only bit that felt Halloween-y at all was literally the first sequence with Corey, with the kid. Right, yep. That's the only bit. Holy crap, yeah, I didn't realize that. You're right.
1: So, yeah, I don't know. Overall, hmm. I mean, how would you guys rank this one? And I, I hate to say it amongst all the Halloweens because that's like too much to think about. But how would you rank it in this like Gordon Greeniverse, where you know you've got the original and then these three movies?
0: Personally speaking, I thought it was mar- only marginally better than Halloween Kills, and but it was still awful. What about you, Sam? Yeah,
4: uh. I kind of have two ratings. On one hand, somebody managed to f- finish a, a, a Halloween series <laughs> with an ending, and I've kind of got to give a couple of points for that. But as a movie, no, not worth your time. Yeah, it is absolute
1: bollocks. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe that too. So I, I agree. I agree with Shane. I think this is slightly better than Kills. Um, I think it makes more sense than kills, but I also, I, I guess the part that really, I guess, upsets me is that it was it was half-assed. Like, just go full ass, you know? You're going to do something weird and different? Do it. Go 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 for broke. Really piss some people off. I think that would be much better, and you'd get a better movie yeah. out of it. Um, I
0: mean, it's right what Jamie Lee Curtis said. I mean, this film has polarized fans quite a lot. And we were either going to love it or hate it. It was definitely one of those Marmite movies. And Marmite, I hate it.
1: Marmite movie. I have never heard that expression.
0: Yeah, you either love it or you hate it.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. Also, for the record, Marmite is shit. Yes, I
0: <laughs> Indeed. All agreed. Marmite is evil. It is evil.
1: Evil dies. Right tonight. Most... Oh, yeah.
4: God. Yes, please.
1: <laughs>
0: Yes, it's
4: right up there with celery.
1: I'm going to get a celery Marmite sandwich when I finish this up.
0: Oh, you fucking freak.
1: Jesus. <laughs> All right, fellas, let's move Let's move on from our uh, Halloween kills uh, or Halloween Actually, ends. I forgot even what movie we were talking about.
0: <laughs> well, let me just have a quick break. I need to go and take a piss and I need to grab a drink.
1: Yeah, I should probably do the same. I'm at the end of my pumpkin tea here. I gotta get a a water. Oh no, not
0: your your pumpkin tea.
1: Oh, you know it. (laughs) I'm gonna get a water too. (laughs) Holy shit, I'm back. I'm the only one here.
0: Fucking technology.
1: I heard that. (laughs) Elisa just had a great idea. She said I should include commercial breaks. (laughs) (laughs) I should play like away music. You
0: know what you should do? If we could actually get the licensing for it and have the intermission track from fucking Offspring,
1: smash. (laughs) Do, 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 (laughs) do. (laughs) yeah that would be awesome i was thinking more like the girl from ipanema
0: (laughs) 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 right ryan i hope you recorded sam doing that because that that's it that's it we've done it i just put that on a loop loop. yeah (laughs) <laughs> ESAN, you get right you contribute to the podcast you get famous for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be, i can live with that
1: that's gonna be the new theme I'm song
0: again, a bit more audible you know a bit more vocal and then ryan can use that as the intermission
1: i just gotta clear my throat clear what oh i said clear my throat Oh, it cut off i know because i hit the mute button Oh, that was careless. (laughs) Oh, right. It's called On Purpose, Shane.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. So what happened with all of the uh, all-natural kind of shit? What? Like us farting and belching. There's
1: a difference between a burp on mic and coughing on mic. (laughs) One of them is funny and one of them is annoying. Just a thought. Do we actually have any news? Uh, I've got the news from last week that I, uh, <laughs> that got, that gets caught. I can talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right. <laughs> well, let's get the news going then.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So, uh, what do I got on here? Uh, this is old news from last week, so. Uh, this comes in from <laughs> Collider.com. Sam Raimi is set to direct a nineteen the nineteen seventies film Magic. Uh remake of it. The one with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, the one with the uh the puppets. Yes, yes. Have you you've seen that one then, Sam?
4: When I was a tiny little kid in about nineteen seventy nine or nineteen eighty, yes. Yeah.
1: So the, it's kind of a weird pairing for Sam Raimi to be doing a uh a a movie such as that. I wonder if they're going to change it up and like, not, not to spoil a movie from the 1970s, but uh, you know, when you hear a creepy puppet in a horror movie, it's not exactly what you're thinking about.
4: Not exactly. No.
1: So, um, yeah, I don't know how Sam Raimi is going to really fit into that. His sort of over the top goofy style. I just hope they replace Anthony Hopkins with Bruce Campbell.
2: <laughs> oh just let's
0: face it he's going to be in it in some capacity
1: isn't he oh my
0: he'll be there I, he, could even, he could even be the voice of the puppet
1: oh he's actually the puppet that would be amazing that, that, that would actually be cool. <clears throat> what's the name of the puppet in that evil dead show
0: oh, oh ashy slashy
1: yeah that's what they're going to replace him with it's going to be ashy slashy <laughs> oh that puppet was fucking awesome though let's face it so i got that I'll,
4: what you, I'll be honest that's that's a very subtle story for a raimi movie yes it really is
1: exactly that's uh it, i don't know how that's gonna pan out i gotta be honest very it's very like actor driven <clears throat> actor driven boy my voice is getting fucked today i got to stop going outside. It's not doing me any good.
4: All that oxygen can't be right. It's bad for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what else do I got here? Oh, uh, also in old news, uh, Coolio has passed away. Um, In such famous films as uh, Leprechaun in the Hood, uh, the director's cut of Daredevil. He was in Red Water, which is a really, really bad shark movie. Uh, Ter <laughs> which is an equally bad sci-fi movie, and Dracula Three Thousand, arguably the worst Dracula movie of all time. I have never seen it. Oh God! You, ha- I'm going to make you watch this. I'm going to find. Actually, let's go on now and see if I can send Shane a copy of Dracula Three Thousand.
4: Please don't. I, say, I think I've seen it. It made me cringe. Yeah, a lot
1: it's in space. And I think Coolio is like the security in this like space station or something. And and Dracula comes back.
2: I
0: have just seen a photo of Barbara Crampton mocking Kurt Russell in the thing, complete with swimming goggles and using her hair as his beard. Oh my God. It's on the
1: slaughter, slaughtered lamb. Mike is going to be so aroused when he sees that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Crampton uh, cosplaying Kurt Russell
0: yeah but he's using her hair as his, as
1: a beard very nice so um, what else did I have? oh we had trailers that we talked about but these are probably all really old Um,
0: you can go through them again because it might refresh my memory no, I, th- I
1: don't think you watched them in the first place okay well the first one was Croc with an exclamation point.
0: Yeah, I did watch these.
1: Okay. Uh Sam, I don't think you've watched these, but have you have you caught a trailer for Croc?
4: No, I haven't. That's a new one for me. Yeah, it
1: looks fucking terrible. Uh, it's a, Yeah, it really does. It's you know how back in the eighties and, and late seventies they would have like great like alligator and crocodile movies? Uh this is not oh. this does not look like that. It looks like a shitty CGI garbage movie.
2: Oh, uh, the CGI is really
1: bad.
4: Oh, no, no, that's not good. Did, did, CGI crocs never work. Why do people do this?
1: Don't know. I don't know. I, I blame the Lake Placid sequels. I feel like it's their fault.
2: <clears throat> yeah, because we were
0: talking about this on the long lost episode of All You Need Is Blood, yeah. where we all said um, Betty White was probably the best thing about uh, Lake Placid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sounds about right
1: and then uh i also discussed um slash back last time shane um uh did you watch that trailer
2: i think i did yeah
1: that's the one it's uh it's like an inuit it's an inuit movie with like the um hmm. the folks up on the, the Arctic kids, circle the teenagers. yeah the teenagers yeah i thought it looked oh. promising but i i don't know yeah uh I can I don't remember if this movie came out or not since we recorded this so I have no idea.
0: It, I well have done. Actually, I don't think it was due out until later this month, was it?
1: Don't know. Don't know. Hmm. <clears throat> I do know that um well, I guess one thing we could talk about, I I just watched VHS 99 this weekend.
2: I oh, how is it?
1: Um Unfortunately, it is uh, not as good as the last one, which I think was 94, but it's not as bad as viral, so it's a weaker one in the series, Um, and none of the stories were like, usually there's one or two stories that I like, and all of the stories were mediocre in this one. Like I didn't hate all of them, and I didn't love any of them, so it's like meh just kind of bland but i will say the uh in this one where they have that like overarching story that's sort of you know the, the little snippets in between the stories this one is by far the worst of all of those <laughs> so not a whole lot of positive stuff to say on that one um although it did have one of the one of the voice actors from grand theft auto 5 uh plays a a creepy character the guy that played trevor in grand theft auto 5 is uh is in this and i liked that <laughs> that's about it oh and there's some nice boobs in one of the uh one of the stories too so Babes. boobies but yeah that's on shutter um so people who want to check that out can if they're uh if they're so inclined on that service um but i think there's better stuff out there in fact just watch the other vhs movies it's fine
0: See, I did think, All right, I did, um, I subscribed to Shudder. Really, Shane? Right, listen, check this out. Right, I subscribed to Shudder, and it worked out relatively cheap, 7 99 a month. I thought, that's cheaper than Netflix, and it's got, it's all horror. I thought, that's all cool. Until it got to the bill when they wanted to take a chunk of 76 pounds out of my bank straight away. What? And, yeah, and I was like, fuck you. No, so I cancelled my subscription.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you have to buy? Like a whole year's worth, or something?
0: Yeah, that's what it was.
1: Oh, well, how annoying is that?
0: Yeah, so I I would have got a week free, and then I would have had to have start paying.
1: Well, at least you get that <laughs> whole week, huh? You can, now you can watch that VHS. Movie. I didn't
0: even watch it. I literally looked at Shudder. I looked at the content. I was like, no, there's nothing on there I want to watch,
1: and literally canceled my subscription. I'm surprised. There's a lot of stuff on there. I I watched Pieces last week. That's a classic.
0: Thing Um, is, though, the thing with Shudder, I think they have different movies for different territories. Oh, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, so there was a lot of stuff that I had already seen or I had no interest in seeing, but I could not justify spending £76 for... A full
1: year. I I will say their service is not great for like searching for movies. Like right. like if you're using like one of the apps, I don't like their apps for finding <laughs> stuff. It's, it's much easier to go on, you know, onto a web browser and go to Shutter dot com, and like it's easier to go through the movies like that and add them to your mm. wish list. I, I'm not a big fan of the way their apps work. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I usually like that stuff. So. That's all I really got Mm -hmm. for news there, Shane. Um, Yeah. So let's move on to Hellraiser. Uh, 2022. And can we all agree that we're all sick of just naming new versions of movies, the same title? Can can we at least get something else here? Please, God, let's stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just gets, doesn't get more confusing than this, and I, I I hate having, like, even that Halloween discussion, I had to keep saying, Halloween 2018, Halloween 2018, like, just name it something else. Call it, like, I don't know, Hellraiser Pineapple or something, and it, then we could at least, people could talk about it without having to be like, oh, no, I'm talking about the original film, you know, not this Hellraiser Yeah but um, it's annoying as hell yes uh but speaking of vhs uh this new film was directed by david bruckner who directed the amateur night segment from the original vhs that's the
4: oh i thought i recognized the name yeah
1: that's the one with the uh the siren girl um yeah so which was a good segment i really like that one that one's always good so, uh, Shane, I had not heard your thoughts on this film, even though you have heard mine. Uh, what did you think of Hellraiser 2022?
0: Right. Well, with Hellraiser 2022, I was a little bit, I mean, to start with, I was a bit dubious about it because I was like, oh, it's another Hellraiser movie. Um, right. And, and know,
1: most Hellraiser movies are garbage.
0: Yes. Let's face it. all—that That is a correct assumption, of course. Um with this one I was pleasantly surprised because although it's a it's a hot take, it's a new take on the whole, whole whole franchise itself, or especially on the original movie, with um they've obviously changed the lore up a little bit and you know some of the characters in it, although are a bit um flaky. Um, I actually found some of the character stories in this one quite quite compelling. I mean, the original the the character of um, or the, the lead character, obviously for me it was kind of like I could relate to that because obviously she was in recovery and stuff. It was at Riley. That's it. Um, the character of Riley being in recovery, I could relate to that sort of thing. So I could understand all of the. Um, all of the shit she was going through with family members and stuff like that, you know, not believing her and all of that kind of stuff. So I can understand that entirely. Um, I thought she was a bit flaky to start with. And as a lead character, there uh, she was kind of, oh, she was flaky. Let's face it. She was a little bit flaky. Um, she didn't really have, the lead ca- character qualities that i would usually get so it was kind of like a surprise to me her character um i mean the story itself i mean because we had who, oh who, what's the name of the guy goran visnik um who was playing void I thought that was an interesting um, take to have him in it and have him involved with the story itself. But with, um, you know, obviously, billionaire, playboy kind of thing into all his BDSM and all that kind of shit. Yeah, it's fair enough. You know, everybody's got their kinks, to a degree. But it was with um, his involvement in the story, it kind of seems like... It was shoehorned in mm-hmm. as like he's the he's the antagonist. You know we've got to involve him in some capacity, and then you know how Riley gets involved and with um, Matt. Not Matt. What's his face? Um, what was it uh, Colin or that Trevor? Sorry, <laughs> um, Tip Trevor. That's who it was. Yeah, um, so how he gets involved. So obviously there and I, um, he gets her involved in a kind of like a mini heist. It's like, I have the keys, I have the codes. Now let's go in let's see what's in there. And then they pull out the puzzle box and then it all goes to shit from there. Um, I kind of liked the um, way she was involved and how the puzzle box itself evolved after each sacrifice. Yeah, um, I really quite like that and how she goes to the house and she investigates it all and works out what it is, what this puzzle box is all about, obviously, because her brother Matt has died as she cut him with the puzzle box, uh, which basically marked him. But what I really liked about that was that when she starts solving the puzzle box and the Cenobites turn up, and then pinhead basically looks at her and says give us another so she automatically chooses her brother and then i liked the the dream sequence where he's laid in bed and the chains hook into his skin they pull him up out of bed and then he wakes up Mm. Uh, i thought that was quite cool um and obviously he goes to find Riley and then he finds him and he goes into the toilets and then he gets fucking, he gets got, which I thought was quite cool. And it's a shame because I really wanted to see what they did to him.
1: Yeah. That was a little disappointing that they showed that off screen. Yeah.
0: yeah. That kind of pissed me off a little bit, but, um, I think we kind of made up for that with the character of Nora when they're in the house. Cause when they find Riley in the house and uh, she gets trapped in the rooms around, um, between the walls, and then Voight is standing there and he's got the puzzle box, and he basically stabbed her in the back, so marking her as the next sacrifice. I thought that was quite cool, but I really liked her death. I thought Nora's death was really cool. Um, but again, I wish that they could have elaborated more on that and we could have seen more of what had happened. But um, it was like that Pinhead's entry into that when she just when Pinhead walks in and says, What do you pray for? And then (laughs) and then um she's just like fucking salvation and actually I'm looking at the quotes here and what it what it'd feel like a joyful a joyful note without change, without end. Heaven, there's no music in that. Then she pulls the pin out of her head and shoves it in her throat. You know, I thought that was really, really cool. That was very, that was a very pinhead thing to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's like when you see her, um, quick spoiler alert when you see her, the skin on her back being ripped off and her backless torso thrown on the floor, I thought that was kind of awesome. And I, I would have liked to have seen more than that because overall i thought this film could have been a lot could have been a lot nastier but like I said to Sam yes on Friday i think it was just because they were introducing this to a new audience so they were kind of going easy and they were saving all of that kind of stuff later for like a later film if there is another if there is another film um and then from there the film kind of gets interesting because it's when the the Cenobites are brought forward, and Riley, they try to escape the mansion grounds, and Riley stabs one of the Cenobites. Because when when Pinhead says, two more, their blood, you know," and you can have what you wish for, it's like when she when she kills that Cenobite. I didn't expect that. Yeah, but it, it was really cool how. Chatterer just steps back, opens his arms, and the hooks go in and just rip him apart.
1: Like like he expects it.
0: Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And then from there on, it kind of, it was like, it was a good film. You know, it has some great the special effects in it were great.
1: Yeah, some of them. I thought there was a couple weak ones in it, but for the most part, I thought they were all really good.
0: I thought the use of CGI was needed when it came down to the puzzle box.
1: Yeah, and when and there's like scenes yeah. where like the walls are like, not that it's yeah. like a dream, but like the walls sort of like like transform and, and move out of the way. Like, yeah, that's all got to be CGI. I get it.
0: Yeah, and um, I thought the practical effects involving the chains, I thought they were really good. Yeah. Um, some of the kills were really cool. Um, I loved the scene with. Colin, when he gets when he gets um, razor wired up by the gasp,
1: mm-hmm. oh my god!
0: And the gasp, yeah, that was. I thought that was really well done, and she looked beautiful for a, someone with half a skin missing. I thought the gasp <laughs> looked really beautiful,
1: very hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. You know, not that I'm into necrophilia or uh, anything, right. but you know, it was. Yeah, you know, it was, I thought she. The makeup effects on the cenobites—I thought they looked stunning.
1: I thought the cenobite designs in this might be the best ones. Yeah, I agree. And that might be a controversial take, but I think they were all excellent. And so I'm not even—I'm not even sure I know what, what, what the name of the one was. What's the one where her hands split open?
0: Oh, that was the weeper. The
1: weeper. Oh my god. I was genuinely creeped out when that happened and her hands like opened up and I was like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I don't know. That
0: reminded me, that remind, that kind of reminded me of the scene in Land of the Dead where the zombies, you see it in silhouette where the zombies, two zombies grab a hand and they rip it apart, Oh, they
1: split it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, that reminded me of that. And I thought that was really, really cool. I thought it was really well done. Um, but then it was like when they're in the house and they're like sitting and and Riley looks at Colin and says, Are they out there? And there's like a fucking whole team of cenobites outside. It's like, holy shit, yeah, they're ready. They're coming in. <laughs> but um I just thought it was really cool. And I that there was some parts of it towards the end I thought were a bit boring. Like the whole business with Voight, when he's trying to when you're di- explaining why Matt or why Trevor is fucking he's doing all his bidding because he knows all about it because Voight has been paying him for God knows how long to do all his work for him. And I thought that was like, that was a bit poor and Riley's reaction was like, you knew about this. It was like, Oh my God, you know, all that kind of shit. But, um, you know, overall I thought it was really good. And Jamie Clayton is pinhead was stunning yeah
1: phenomenal right like yeah people were complaining about her when she got cast and one i don't think that it was like it wasn't made a big deal of or anything in the movie it's just like yeah this is pinhead or this is the the hell priest whatever you want to call it i don't know and uh yeah you know i thought her performance was excellent i liked the voice i liked it was like creepy and weird and I don't know. I, and I even saw that like Doug Bradley was praising her performance, I think on Twitter. And yeah, uh, there's actually
2: a quote
0: here from Doug Bradley. Wait, um, where is it? It's on IMDb actually. This is Doug Bradley. who originated the role of the hell priest lead center by pinhead had this to say, Jamie Clayton has taken a Twitter post. I'm a bit blown away by this. The clever redesign of the makeup, the shimmer of the pinheads, the palette, whatever the whatever that keyhole, locket, trache- tracheotomy thing is on the throat—it's simple, subtle, disturbing, and sexy. Everything it should be. Peace and pain, Doug.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I thought she was really good. I, I look forward to seeing, yeah. hopefully, more of you know her in that role because I think that'd be uh, that'd be a nice new take on it and to uh, continue the legacy. I think. And I, I think yeah. it actually it matched the um, the description that Clive Barker gives in the uh, the novella uh, pretty well. So, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard from you on this, Sam. What, what did you think of Hellraiser?
4: Well, uh, you see, I'm afraid I'm going to be the voice of dissent here.
1: I wasn't all that impressed way.
4: with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. It's, it's one of the best, certainly since the last of the theatrical movies if not earlier don't get me wrong it's it's good but for what it could have been i just have too many problems with it i think my biggest problem um perhaps in opposition to you guys is that it was the not the costume design but the color palettes they chose for them i found that for me they're um they're Body modification designs kind of bled into the background and I just didn't notice them apart from the bits that were focused on their heads mm. um, and for me that made it a little less um, oh god what is, what's the word I'm looking for striking startling horrifying something like that um, I feel like their exposed flesh was too pale I think is the, the the big thing and it didn't create enough contrast with their body designs for me to really for them to stand out to me yeah, um, and I really could have done without all of the stuff to do with Void. Um, I mean, I,
1: I think the intro was pretty good with uh, with with him on that, like you know.
4: Yeah, yeah, probably the intro, but I do mean like you know third act
0: reveals and all
4: that oh, yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. This um, I mean, I can agree with that. Void
0: was kind of, I just found that bit kind of boring, <coughs> but. And... But yeah, go on. But I mean, the um, his backstory as to how he became what he was in that third act, which led on from the opening scene, I thought was needed. Um, Um, Yeah, I suppose. But we we could have done without the rest of the shit.
4: Well, I suppose it's not so much the void stuff, but what it causes Trevor to do and what it does to Ryan's story. He takes away all of her agency. Yeah and and that felt like a cop out like she should be taking responsibility for what she's done and that takes that away from her
1: right now it's all it's uh, all uh, her boyfriend's fault not hers
4: exactly um and also um i felt like the box did what the script needed it to do several times there was like one time literally somebody rotated one part of the box and it it was the new configuration It was, and that was, you know, uh, I loved the concept of the different configurations. I just felt the way they were executed was a bit, because the script says so instead of, there was no solving the puzzle, it was just an accident every time.
1: Right, or uh, I think at one point, didn't it solve itself into the the next one? I think so,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was just after um, Riley had killed the Cenobite. Yeah, it's when it made it cut,
4: they made it cutter. Yeah. Um, that,
0: that would have been beforehand.
4: Yeah, and again, it just took agency away from Ryan's story. Riley. But it's still so much better than Hell World and Deader and all that shit, you know? I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just disappointed because it seemed like such a promising new start. And uh, and it, it didn't quite live up to my expectations, I guess.
1: So, like, I would probably put this one. Um, I don't think it's as good as the original, and I don't think it's as good as the sequel. Um, I would probably put it after those two. Um, yeah, and I'd, I mean, yeah, agree. I have a soft spot for Hellraiser three because it's so over the top and stupid, but I still love it um and it has does have an awesome soundtrack. and it has lemmy so what else
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> see sam this is what i was saying to you the other night it's hellraiser it's lemmy and ozzy Osbourne,
2: but yeah, sung by motherhead <laughs>
1: so yeah i i like this one i think uh again as someone who has unfortunately been forced to watch um with, no no I didn't watch the latest Hellraiser. That's right. I forgot about that. I Is that really bad? It's supposed to be yeah. bad, but not as bad as what was the one where they were in Mexico? Um was that Judgment? What was the name of that one?
4: Oh, I haven't seen I haven't. that one. And they
1: had, the, I... they had the baby face pinhead.
4: Oh, yeah, oh. I've seen the photos, yeah.
2: yeah with the chubby, <laughs> chubby cheeks. No, I've not watched I've not watched that one. That
1: one was so miserable. I mean like you're talking like a one out of ten movie. That one was just the worst. And, and and to come from stuff like that into this was such a breath of fresh air in terms of the Hellraiser world. Like, it's like, oh, my God, this is actually watchable.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, there is definitely that about it. I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't want to come across as too harsh. It's it's a watchable Hellraiser movie. It's the first one for a long, long time.
1: So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to more. I hope they do make some in this vein. And one thing I liked, I know Shane, you mentioned it, and uh, and Sam too, when they go through the different configurations. I liked that they expanded a little bit on the lore of of yeah. Hellraiser and sort of what the Cenobites are and how they become what they are, and you know what the configuration does. I liked that they expanded that a little bit and explained a little more. You know, even if it even if it does change a little bit from, you know, the original movie and story and stuff. I kind of like that. I thought that um, it made it feel more like a Hellraiser movie, whereas every other one of the sequels started off as a different movie and they just attached Hellraiser to it. And now I've got my fucking cat attacking my microphone cable. Get out of here, Cheney. I'm
0: I'm lucky my cat's just asleep on the couch. Well, yeah, it's funny you should say that, actually. I'm surprised Ziggy hasn't come in and started opening his mouth. Because he's actually currently asleep in the bedroom, which is great. Um, I'm looking at the Hellraiser trivia, but apparently uh, um, in the movie, at roughly 29 minutes and 40 seconds, when Matt is in the bathroom after being cut by the puzzle box, Tony Todd's autograph can be seen as graffiti on the wall behind him. Tony Todd? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I noticed the graffiti, but I didn't read any of it. I'm going to have to look at that again. And then, uh, basically, to his right appears to be a small drawing of a Blair Witch Stickman figure. <laughs>
2: ah, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah and because everybody was like going on about how cool it was to hear the the score from the original Hellraiser. It's like oh. the score cues from Hellraiser and the Hellbound Hellraiser 2 feature in the film.
1: When, when they play that score, Shane, towards the end of the movie... Yeah. oh my god i was like that was a perfection that was like just yeah. i absolutely love that you know there's like not many times you can like fan out as like a horror fan and that like completely nerded me out and i'm like oh yes yeah exactly the well, right that time is
4: such an atmospheric
0: score isn't it yeah. yeah and who didn't get goosebumps when pinhead says we have such such shites to show
2: you. or such
0: shites <laughs> to show
2: Such shites <laughs> to show you.
1: That's getting a hashtag on this episode.
0: Such shites to show you. <laughs> yes, yeah. such shites to
1: show you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's I, I got goosebumps when she says that. Yeah. It was,
1: so, yes. It, it,
0: Yeah, and um, I thought it was really cool. But it was, oh yeah, I did get goosebumps during that scene, and I thought Jamie Clayton as Pinhead looked amazing.
4: Oh, absolutely! I've got nothing against any of the performers in that movie at all. Yeah. It's mostly the production design that I've been led by. I thought – I, I
1: wasn't a big fan of – I think – I didn't like her brother, I think. I don't remember. This is like a couple weeks ago I watched it. Now I'm trying to go back to my notes. Um, like I, yeah. I liked all the characters. The brother didn't really – no, no, no. It wasn't the brother. It was the bo- brother's boyfriend.
4: Boyfriend, yeah. He was a little bit limp. Yeah. I don't mean that in the wrong way at all. <laughs> I just mean that... – <laughs> I just mean that you know there were times when there should be a bit more urgency to his actions or his vocals or whatever that wasn't there,
1: and it seemed like he, yeah. he came out of nowhere. I mean, I mean, not, he was in the movie the whole time, but didn't have much to say. Was just a background character until they're like, oh yeah. no, no, now he's part of the team. Now he's a main character.
0: I mean, because the script for this film has been doing the rounds for about fifteen years. Jesus. Yeah, so I'm just looking on here. It was. Um, Originally scheduled for release in on September fifth, two thousand and eight. That was, and then January two January the ninth, two thousand and nine, was the last planned date. Um, but there's been so many people who had been tied to this movie. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. So. Um,
1: well, yeah, because for, was- this was also like before this came about Barker was originally intending to do a full on remake and yeah. like that fell through or he, he lost the rights or something, right? Like there's all these stories of trying to get this movie. Yeah. made.
0: Cause it was supposed to be a TV show as well. Wasn't there?
1: Ugh. I'm not sure that
4: that's actually off the table. I think that might still be happening too. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like the last time I looked at his site, it seemed to indicate it was still going on.
0: Well, apparently, according, right, according to the IMDb, IMDb trivia, Got Mick from um, RuPaul's Drag Race actually auditioned for the role of Pinhead because she did a Pinhead inspired makeup look oh. on RuPaul's Race. Okay. So they actually auditioned her. Okay. Yeah, and according to this, and her and the crew reached out to. Uh, Doug Bradley to make a cameo appearance in the film, but Bradley, Bradley declined for two reasons. First, potential complications with the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, and secondly, his desire to leave the, his pinhead performance's legacy it, intact, a decision Bruckner and his crew accepted.
4: I can understand it, but it's a bit of a shame. I like to see those little cameos in reboots. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that always makes you smile when you're like, oh, there he is. Oh, no, yeah, there's yeah. a dude,
0: yeah. But, I mean... I gotta say though, I think the highlight for this movie for me was definitely just the the Cenobite designs. They looked so good.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Shane. I love them as well.
0: Yeah, I mean Pinhead or the Hell Priest, or The Priest, as they're calling her, um, she looked amazing. It was just like the whole the whole dress being made of her skin. Yeah,
1: like the flesh dress. <laughs>
0: yeah the flesh dress made lady gaga look fucking impotent you know (laughs) it's like her meat dress was nothing on this but it just looked amazing and there was no black as such there was no black leather i mean with the whole look of pinhead itself it was just it was all flesh and it was kind of like that blue hue to it as well which made it look otherworldly
1: Yeah, overall, really good. Hmm. So, all right, fellas, what do you say we wrap this up so I can go get a bite to eat?
2: And you've got got a punk
1: rock thingy to do, haven't you? That's where I'm trying to get that bite, Shane. Punk rock uh, Hmm. flea market. I'm hoping to pick pick up some cassettes. We'll see what happens.
0: Do it, man. Yeah, get some cassettes. And if you see any cool goth
1: stuff, let me know. I'm going to get you a copy of Dracula 3000 if I find it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs>
0: I could probably find it in the 99p shop in Norwich, more than likely.
1: So not that I would buy it. I wouldn't spend 99p on it, but, you know. Well, then you're going to you miss Coolio's best performance, and that's just a shame.
0: But does he sing Gangster's Paradise?
1: In that movie? I don't remember. I don't think so.
0: Oh, that's good then. <laughs> Talk about pissing on your own
1: legacy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Alright, fellas, let's wrap this up. Um Sam, I want to thank you for coming on and I wanted to also uh thank Max if he listens back at this. Um and everybody should go check out Maybe Movies uh on YouTube. Probably the best. what's the best way to find you guys, uh Sam?
4: Uh well the channel is called Zadrum, X-A-D-R-U-M. Uh, but if you search for maybe movies, we'll be near the top of the list. We've uh, done about, like, uh, I don't know, 130 episodes now, so there's a few to
0: find.
1: 130? Holy shit.
0: Yeah. They're equal pegging with us, dude.
1: No, they're ahead of us, yeah, we, we... This is 126, and it, this is 126 part two. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, I mean, we've, they've only been going for two years, and we've been doing this for six fucking years. What's up with that?
1: Jesus Christ, I know.
0: Uh, well, we do release like twice a week, so, you know, keep kind
4: of busy. Yeah,
1: that explains a lot, really, doesn't it? Yeah, we release like once a month.
0: <laughs> if we're lucky. If
1: we're if lucky. lucky
0: Thanks
4: ever so much for having us on, guys. It's really been fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Glad to finally get you on. Took took long
4: enough. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> we got just what we needed, a little more British in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> more British than you bargained for. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. We only brought up Marmite once. Yeah, you just brought it up again. Oh god, damn it! Very
4: true. All I can say is just don't try it.
2: Just don't try.
4: Seriously. it. Seriously, <laughs> just don't try it. It's not. I good. Might,
0: It's it's vile shit. I mean, what I might actually do, Ryan, is send you some <laughs> Marmite. I might send you some Marmite chocolate.
4: Oh god, That's damn! It. Cool.
1: Do not do that.
4: You send you him Dracula actually... 3000, he sends you Marmite. I'll tell that you what, a fair trade.
1: What, the, uh, I think that's a fair exchange, uh, The actually. next episode, if you cover Dracula 3000, I will eat Marmite chocolate live on the episode.
0: <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going to have to get you some fucking Marmite chocolate then, aren't I? <laughs> Jesus, look. <laughs>
4: It's worse than you could possibly imagine. Oh, God. Have you ever tried Marmite, Mike, Ryan?
1: I have, yes. Miles fucking made me try it once. <laughs> At best. <laughs> and it was disgusting.
0: He actually messaged me earlier on today. He was talking about mince pies. And I went, yeah, that shit is vile. Mince pies are fucking wrong.
1: Wait, m- mint or mince?
0: Mince. It's a combination of fruit, spices, Christmas spices and like dried fruits steeped in brandy and um well the traditional recipe is brandy candied peels dried fruits right. so currants raisins and all that sort of stuff and it's all mixed together and it's baked in a puff pastry or butter pastry pie oh ew. yeah ugh, exactly ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and Miles- smell for accident. Yeah, Miles messaged me on Instagram saying oh, I was quite nothing better. He sent me, What it was, he sent me a, a short clip, a TikTok clip of somebody eating a mince pie. And I was like, oh, fucking wrong. Just wrong. <laughs> and he was like, okay, go ahead. I was like, they're fucking wrong.
1: <laughs> Great. Now it's I guarantee just... Miles is going to make me eat one of those too. Yeah, good luck with that. Gross. Yeah, they are gross. They are vile. <laughs>
0: And Usually served warm with brandy
1: butter. I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. Brandy butter, I feel like I could have just have that no, on toast. It's,
0: no, it's that. See, that's just as wrong as well, in my opinion. Mm. That's just yeah.
1: alcoholic butter. <laughs> At one time, one time, Miles and I made a whiskey ganache.
0: I remember you telling me about that. It
1: was awful. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> <laughs> I think whiskey's a bit much for a ganache. And we 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 had extra. We were we were like filling cupcakes with it, and we had all this extra ganache. So the two of us did shots of ganache, <laughs> a whole shooter full of whiskey ganache.
0: I made some white chocolate truffles with um, apple flavored Jack Daniels.
1: Oh, that sounds amazing.
0: And I basically added like a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon to it, and it tasted exactly like apple pie. Mm. It was so
1: That's- good. You're making me hungry and thirsty, Shane. I have to leave now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, indeed.
1: All right. Well, if anybody wants to get a hold of us uh, again, you can reach us uh, on the Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail dot com. The Facebook group. All you need is blood Instagram account. Get a hold of Mike at All You Need Is Blood podcast. Uh, if you want to reach me, I'm on uh, Twitter. All you need. No, wait. Twitter is at Ryan Tudelo. Instagram <laughs> is all you need, Ryan. And I'm also on the Facebook group, the uh, UHM fans Facebook group as well. And on the upcoming horror message board. You can see me on there. Shane, your contacts.
0: Uh, right, my contacts are River 74 on Instagram and Dead Cell Society on Twitter I'm also on the Facebook All You Need Is Blood group. Um, Sam? Uh,
4: Yeah, you can find me on the Book of Face. You can find me on Twitter. I think I am Sam.Terry. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I used it. Uh, And otherwise, you can find me on YouTube over at the Zadrum channel.
1: All right, fantastic. And Sam, thanks for joining us, along with Max as well. And uh, thanks for everybody for listening. And if you're gonna keep listening, you can hear Mike and Shane talk to nobody, or maybe they bounce back and forth a little bit um, on the uh, on the the lost episode that will be attached to this one. So enjoy that if I actually edit that in here.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. All
1: right, I'll just say bye, bye for now. Yeah, laters. Oh, bye. <laughs>
0: Alternatively, Ryan, you could always just add it as a Christmas special of Shane and Mike just rambling at nobody in particular. Yeah,
1: And then, like, there'll be, like, silence, and then one of you laughs. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, that would actually be, that would be kind of funny. At least instead of release
1: the whole episode unedited with just those guys, and, like, just, I'll, it'd be, like, 30 minutes of silence while I was, like, rambling out about Hellraiser or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty hilarious, actually. I mean, it's a shame that happened, but still, it was...
1: You you can only look
0: back and laugh. I, I know.
1: know, it's it's too bad, because I know there were some absolutely hilarious things that we were talking about. That, but... that episode was...
0: I will go on record and say that was probably the funniest episode we ever recorded. I don't
1: know. I don't think anything's ever going to top the felcher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Getting Mike to search up felching was just fucking stroke of genius
1: <laughs> you can't repeat this like you cannot re- replicate something like that like that's a one once in a lifetime no. thing
0: <laughs> see, see see, the thing is Sam um, when we do this podcast I talk about how we do the podcast and everything but it's the banter we have in between talking about movies and
1: shit it's
0: just fucking
1: gold Those
0: really
4: are always is. the best
0: conversations when it's just guys bullshitting yeah
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the charm. And it's like,
0: yeah, I mean, I've known Ryan and Mike thirteen years, fourteen years, and it's just fucking—it's just the banter we have. We get together and just talk shit, and then we take the piss out of each other, and we really do. I'm always berating Ryan for his poor movie collection.
1: Uh, Shane, it is an excellent movie collection. I'll have you know. Yeah. That's your opinion, and yours is um, going to get a little bit better once you get a little more Coolio that shows up at your door. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs>
0: fucking better not! <laughs> All, right,
1: All right, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce out. I'm, I'm off to my Pokemon right, thing.
0: All right, have fun with that. TTFN. Nice to meet you.
1: All right, nice meeting you too, Sam. I'll talk to you later.
0: See you later, dude. Bye. Bye. We have such such shots to show you.
2: Previously on X-Men.
5: Val's dad has been threatening to uh call in for years now. <laughs> he thought we were like an actual like live streamed podcast he's like i'm gonna call in one day and screw with you guys i'm like try yeah vale has got discord i've used it maybe once and i hear people talking about it all the time go live streaming that's ten dollars per month we would get banned meanwhile there's girls flashing their titties and asses around but they're fine i'm gonna have to start showing off my titties Um, I've been buying an unhealthy amount of records in vinyl, like too many, um, or I think it has officially become a problem, a really bad problem, and I need to do something about it, (laughs) because, no, there's no storage problem, I still got two cubes left out of my, uh, nine cube vinyl, um, yeah, uh, each one holds about 50 or 60 records, Uh, like my, the other day I, I did, I went to the post office and I hate it because my, um, my box that I have in there for the PO box, it doesn't fit a record. So I always have to go to the, um, the front desk for oversized items. So these guys have to go in the back and pick up like six, seven records at a time. (laughs) and Like, I just feel terrible because they have to bring and haul all this shit out the last time I had uh, packages from Spirit Halloween because I got a whole bunch of um, Killer Clowns Modern Space stuff. And he, the guy was like, are these gifts for somebody? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, you're a good friend. I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. It's all just for me. Um, yeah. Last uh, weekend, we went to the Tear in the Isles 14 hours horror movie fest. Which was a blast. It was fun as always. There was other podcasts there um, that I don't remember right now. But uh, yeah, I didn't do anything. I just sat there. So I think I was just mentioned. They're like, thanks. They're like in passing, like during break when everyone was going to stretch their legs. They're like, thanks. You're all you need is blood for the next. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like, okay, thanks. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, the grandpa from John Dugan was there from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I met him, and Val met him, and the guy is hysterical. Yeah, we sponsored The Howling, which was fun. They also played Messiah of Evil, The Thing from Another World, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously. Um, and s- oh, yeah stage fright and I think one other one that uh, Val and I stayed for it was a good time <laughs> Do you
0: know what actually is quite funny? Um, I was expecting us to be filming for most of the day Because I've been filming with the maybe movies guys today and we only recorded two episodes and I was home by 530 um, I got around there at about 2.30. We started filming at 3. And we finished at 5. A sweet and sour chicken and barbecue chicken vegetable noodle medley. Ooh! Ten vegetarian spring rolls and prawn crackers with extra teriyaki beef.
5: Remember when I said that I, I got to stop buying records? I'm buying... uh Mondo has Hellraiser one, two, and three on vinyl and the new Hellraiser soundtrack. So I'm getting them.
0: Oh, hold on a
5: minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he never puts his mic on mute. He just, he just gets oh, up and fucks off. <laughs>
2: Right. <laughs> All right.
0: i' am in my home i am in my flat
2: i um <laughs> let into a car park that slopes down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Fucking delivery drivers
5: Yeah we heard Fucking twat This is a train wreck
2: <laughs> <laughs> Would
5: you expect anything else <laughs> 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 Oh that's good I'm off
0: you know what? I might actually have to fucking go downstairs and retrieve my food from said fucking delivery driver. because half of them around here. I'll tell you what, (laughs) I'm going to have a fucking rant now. Half the delivery drivers for delivery in the UK are fucking shit because they don't know where you live. I'm always getting phone calls off them saying, oh, I don't know where I am and they're at the wrong fucking block of flats. And then when they fucking turn up, they're like, oh, I can't get into your building. Can you come down and pick it up? I'm like, you're supposed to fucking deliver it to my door.
5: And the Mario movie looks pretty good, besides Chris Pratt's shitty fucking voice for Mario. Oh, but fuck Chris Pratt. I know, dude. I'm so sick of fucking... There we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking technology. Is, is someone at your door now?
0: Fucking delivery drivers. Fucking
5: technology. <laughs> I'm so confused. Was that your buzzer? Like the guy came? Yeah, that was my intercom. Oh. <clears throat> so like like Ryan said, I'm three hours of sleep. So oh,
2: for fuck's Hello.
5: <laughs>
0: uh, fucking technology.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was the correct number.
5: <laughs> i'm i'm not talking until he gets back there's no point because he's gonna just rant away as soon as he gets there oh for fuck's sake are you good no i told him to fucking come up with stairs
0: i have three hours fucking sleep i don't need this shit
5: tonight i have food like, he, he's yelling like the delivery guy can hear all this, right? Um, I think he's still talking to him.
2: <laughs> oh.
5: <sighs> I don't know what he's doing now. Like, how long does it take to get food? I know as soon as I start talking he's he's coming back. Uh so Rob Zombie created a kids movie. Um there's he did the monsters and he I guess he tried to I'm waiting. I'm ready. Are you good now? Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, so Rob Zombie did the monsters. Everyone was disappointed that he was going to do it, and for good reason. I mean, I haven't enjoyed anything by Rob Zombie in a long time. So, like, there's... It comes to this point where I don't really give a shit which projects he chooses because I just know that I won't like it. However, I really tried to keep an open mind through this because I did hear some rumbles of uh, it not being too bad. <laughs> So, at like 3 a.m. last night, or this morning rather, I asked my buddy, I'm like, hey, you want to watch the Monsters as well? And uh, he was like, yeah, sure. Which he fell asleep to. So, um, yeah, we're watching the Monsters. And the first thing I notice is that it's honestly not as shitty looking or sounding like the trailer did. Uh, it honestly wasn't that bad from like a film-making viewpoint. Um, the, there were some good sets in there. It looked pretty good, because I still think that Rob Zombie's a really good cinematographer. He knows how to like build a set and shit. Um, it obviously did look a little cheap in parts. It's not up to his like previous Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, like, instances where, like, a door will open and it makes, like, a really heavy door sound, but you can, like, look at the door and it's, like, shaking because it's, like, a cheap material. Um, mm-hmm. there, the way everybody looked, looked good. Um, I gotta say, Sherry Moon Zombie is a fucking smoke show in this. Um, it's just unbelievable how my buddy and I were just, like, they had our tongues out the whole time. It's gross. Um. <laughs> uh yeah grandpa um i forget the guy's name david roebuck dan roebuck he, i mean he was great as grandpa he he looked the part he acted like him um uh the guy who played herman i think i forget his name i'm just gonna kind call him the geico caveman but the geico caveman played herman munster and while I liked his acting in it, like, I liked his over-the-topness and I liked his, uh, like, dad jokes and shit because it reminded me of one of my buddies who does that shit. But, like, I don't get why Rob Zombie went this, like, this route of, like, a young Herman where he's got, like, a really high-pitched voice and shit like that. It just, it didn't make sense to me, um... But yeah, the way everybody looked and acted was, for the most part, really fun. <clears throat> um, the way the sets looked really great, but the thing that I fucking hated, and it's 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 weird because I hate Rob Zombie's um, the writing in movies because he just fills it with curse words, and for him to do like a kids' movie was. In my eyes, pretty fun. It was a good idea. I'm like, he's not going to be able to say fuck every two minutes. Uh, but the writing for this was hot garbage. It was fucking terrible. They, they, it couldn't focus on one aspect of a story. It didn't know where it wanted to go. It was completely all over the place. In one instance, Grandpa hates Herman. And then all of a sudden he likes him. And then there's, like, the building up, like, in the trailer, it was like, okay, Grandpa's, like, we got to get rid of Herman. But that's only a small part of the movie. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't hate him anymore. Um, they, it has different, like, it just jumps around. And it just doesn't make sense to me. There's characters that are brought in. And I'm like, okay, they're going to be a big part of the movie. And then they're taken out. And I was it it felt like a show, like it felt like an episodic type of show, but it was all crammed into one movie and it didn't make any fucking sense. Uh, There was some instances where it looked really uh, fun, like there was times where Herman or Lily would be shocked at something or feeling a certain way. And Rob Zombie had a cool like background type of thing. Um, and I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, a lot of his Rob Zombie, white zombie influences come out this movie, I think, more than he's ever done before, which I'm really on board with. I love the way his music videos looked. And there were some Easter eggs here and there to, like, music videos and to uh, his past songs, which is really fun. Um, but the, the story was terrible. It was so fucking bad. And I I was kind of disappointed because at one point, like towards the beginning, I was kind of having fun with it. I was like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be. But then the story kept flopping around and there was different like they brought in different story elements and it got resolved within like 15, 20 minutes. And then it moves on to the next. And I'm like, these are this should be like in a show, because if it worked as a show, like for like a 30 minute show, like on Netflix or something, it really would have worked. Like we're going to focus on uh, Herman and Lily meeting, and then we're going to focus on, or Herman, you know, being like a rock star in Hollywood. And then we're going to focus on Lily and Herman. And then we're going to focus on the grandpa. That would have worked completely, but cramming it in one movie, terrible idea. And it's only, it's two hours, which I got to say, it didn't feel like two hours. It, it, yeah, even at three a.m., my buddy was way asleep at this point. But yeah, it, it didn't it didn't feel like a two-hour thing because I was enjoying aspects of it. But I my enjoyment dwindles when it keeps like changing its focus. It, I felt like the movie was had ADD, where it was like, oh this, oh this, oh this, and then um, yeah, there was there was uh, it was just like they get they get shocked that the way people look like normal people, I'm not trying to spoil anything. So I'm not going to say when, but like they get shocked the way people look, but earlier in the movie, they go on vacation and they're surrounded by these people. Like it didn't make, yeah. It's And they, it doesn't make any sense. They go to Paris, they're walking around and they, it's funny because they're oblivious because everyone's scared of them and they're just walking around having a good time and then all of a sudden, towards the end of the movie, they move somewhere, and they're shocked. And like Herman screaming, goes he goes, "Oh my god! There's all these weirdos and freaks out there!" And I'm like, "You saw normal people. You're, you know what I mean? Like you were. It, it just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever." So, um, yeah, I I would recommend this if you're looking for like a lighthearted. Halloween movie, but I don't know. If you're a a cynical film um, obnoxious person like I am, you're going to hate it. So I would say Rob Zombie's best movie is Devil's Rejects, and then I would follow that closely by House of Thousand Corpses. Um, Halloween 1 and 2 isn't the worst things I've ever seen. But I would probably say this ranks like Number six, I would say Lords of Salem is better than this. Um, So I'd I'd probably, I gave this movie a three, just because there are parts of it that I did enjoy. I, 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 well, I mean, that is a higher rating than I was planning to give it. Uh, Three out of (laughs) ten. Um... <clears throat> yeah like it, there was, like i said there were some parts i really liked but then it gets taken away by really really shitty story and writing like it was bad man um i get i guess i get that if you're going to do an origin story of the monsters you got to start somewhere but i mean focus uh, expand on it more than what they did it was just stu- and i don't remember herman saying dad jokes every two minutes he never did not in the series yeah, like, this was constant, and uh, it was kind of off-putting a little bit. Because, like, yeah, he's supposed to be, like, he wanted to be a comedian, but the dad jokes were really stupid. I did, I did get a laugh, too, at uh, the point where uh, they win a costume contest. And he gets the trophy, and he's like, we're number one! We're number one! like, my buddy and I started cracking up at that. <laughs> like, I think we're going to be quoting that for a while. Um, but it, it did definitely have its moments. The piano mo- moment was really, actually pretty funny. I, I did chuckle at that. I think that part kind of borrowed a little too heavily from Young Frankenstein. And Richard Brick was great in it, but he wasn't... He, it was like he overacted perfectly, <laughs> you know, um, it, and I, I honestly, I would, didn't think I would be saying this, but I think like Sherry Moon Zombie was one of the highlights. She was fun in it. She uh, was super attractive. And yeah, that's that's my thoughts on on the Munsters. I'd give it like a three out of ten. I didn't I, I did not absolutely hate it. Maybe I'd go four out of ten. Well,
0: actually, come to think of it, I actually got to see Smile last week. Smile is essentially, it's it's a trope that's been done before. It's basically a woman who's a mental health nurse. She's seeing a patient who comes in and basically she says she's seeing things that nobody else can see. And it freaks her out. You know, it freaks her out a lot. And she starts getting really jittery in the chair. And she completely freaks out and she starts screaming. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's here. So this nurse calls for assistance to come in. And then the time that the nurse calls for assistance, a vase has been smashed. The patient has a big fucking smile on her face and she just cuts her throat um, while smiling and just laying on the floor, still smiling as she's bleeding out. And essentially it is one of those tropes where a woman gets cursed she then spends you know the movie trying to figure out how to stop this curse. Um, it's a very bleak looking movie it's very gray it's got lots of dark, there's lots of dark colors and it's very gray and it makes you feel uneasy throughout the entire movie and I will say. I felt very uneasy after I came out of seeing that movie and this it also made me jump um a couple of times and it was very creepy I did actually get a bit creeped out there's some scenes in it where it's like the room is dark and you can see something in the shadows as the camera is focused on it but you can't quite sure you're not quite sure what it is you're seeing but it looks really good um you know, the, the cinematography and it was amazing. It was really well done. Some of the special effects in it were really, really good. Um It actually made me jump a couple of times as well, which was quite a feat, because I don't usually get jump, jumped by movies like that. But that was good fun. Um It was... It's essentially a read... All right, how would, how, how would I describe this? without giving anything away. I would essentially say it's kind of like a retread of the ring about the videotape and all the nasty shit. But some of the special effects in it were really good. A lot of it is, there is a lot of CGI in it. Um, There was a hilarious scene involving a child's birthday party. Um, I think some of the people in the cinema were kind of pissed off because I was laughing at several points that were meant to be quite disturbing. But me and my buddy were just sitting there, we were just pissing ourselves laughing at it. Because it was, well, for me, it was just one of those scenes where I thought to myself, oh, yeah, I've seen this done before. And, like, it just, the way it ended was quite comical. But the ending of the movie itself genuinely creeped me out. Overall, I would say it was a good movie. I'd give it a 6 out of 10. Um, The soundtrack, wow, the soundtrack itself it was very jarring. It was very unnerving. It was very creepy. It was very cold, and it worked really, really well with the film. So I, I'll say it's worth a watch. Don't get your hopes up too high for it, though. It's worth it's worth a watch. It, I thought I think it's worth a watch. Some people might disagree. Some people have gone on record and said they thought it kind of sucked, and some people are saying yeah, it could have been better, but. For what it is, it's a good film.
2: No, I'm here. <laughs> I'm listening.
5: <laughs> well, I do the uh, All You Need Is Blood podcast. I'm um, on the forum, the Facebook group. I'm on Letterboxd as uh, DMhead777. So you should follow me there and like my reviews. Yeah, I have an Instagram account where I just post the, sh- the records I buy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, you
0: can find me on Instagram, RoboGin 74 You can
5: find me on Twitter. Um, Shane shouldn't be plugging anything. He didn't, you didn't do anything this podcast, Shane. Hey, fuck you. I
0: just gave you a review for fucking
5: Smile. You did, that. you did, you did. Yeah. All you did hey, was hey, you fucking and rant about your delivery driver and you showed up 40 minutes into our podcast.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't
5: supposed to be here today.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah. Go on, go. Shane. I'm sorry for interrupting you.
0: Yeah, cheeky bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm on Twitter, Dead Self Society, Instagram, RoboJin74, uh, All You Need is Blood Podcast Group on Facebook. Uh,
5: that's about it. Ryan, you're going to be very j- jarred when you uh, listen through this and you hear all the heavy breathing you've been doing. Because all I hear is like.
0: <sighs> yeah, and it was kind of like ASMR moments, you know. It was like, <laughs> fucking hell, you could probably make a mint
5: off this on a porn site, you know. <laughs> Ryan, heavy breathing, featuring Shane and Mike. Shane shouting it. Shane shouting it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Ryan dropping insane bites of me shouting fucking technology and all of that kind of shit. Fucking
5: technology. <laughs> there we go. It's so forceful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to go hit the sack and then maybe go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: That's Mike's way of saying
5: I'm off for a wank and then I'm going, for
0: a going to bed. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>